Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. So the WWE Hall of Fame is an interesting concept. I like seeing anyone who has beaten themselves up for years get their due, but we are running out of people to put in there. So rather than stick to the most obvious choices, let's have some fun and come up with some crazy ones. And I am Simon Watt Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button. This is seven bold predictions for the 2023 WWE Hall of Fame. Number seven, the great Muta. Currently on his goodbye run, the only issue with this is that we probably shouldn't give the great Muta a microphone. His recent comments following his match with Shinsuke Nakamura more were not cool and there's no excuse for that kind of language especially in 2023 it is not right then aside as he has hanging up his boots if wwe is going to make an outside call muta would probably be it he has had a hall of fame career especially as he rewrote the rules when it came to athletic wrestling and that moonsault man not only was it ahead of its time but it may be the best one ever apologies to christopher daniels by the mid-2000s he was an essential cog in the puro wrestling machine even if the whole industry at the time was struggling and before before he pushed himself too far and broke in front of our eyes, the Great One was basically incredible. WWE also has access to some of his footage so they can celebrate him properly. And if Triple H does hold the keys to the Hall of Fame now, I can see it. Again though, maybe have a chat with him first about how everyone needs to be respected. Number six, Michelle McCool. So as we all know, the women's revolution in WWE was a good thing. It came way too late, but when it did happen, it changed the narrative when it came to female talent. The problem then was certain performers got left behind. Because while undoubtedly there was a list of people who were hired mainly for their looks, there were also those trying to move things forward, even though they kept being told no. Michelle McCool is such a person. She has gone on record saying that if she did go out there and smacked her opponent around, that there was a telling off waiting backstage, meaning McCool had to come up with ways to appease the office while also trying to have good matches. And I mean, when you process that, it is absolutely ridiculous. It's why Michelle would start busting out stars clashes whenever she thought she could get away with it. And for this attitude alone, she deserves some sort of a nod. If McCool wrestled in this era, the story would be totally different. And this may be one reason WWE doesn't want to do it. It doesn't shine the best light on them, but I don't think too many individuals would raise an eyebrow. If nothing else, her passion for the industry shone through like a torch. That wasn't the best analogy I could have come up with. Number six, Santino Marella. That's right, I said it because it had to be said. This is always going to be controversial as there are a lot of people who do not like goofy wrestling, but I am not such a fella. In fact, I love it. And when it comes to people who have entertained me constantly over the years, you got to give it up for Santino Marella. The true joy of the character was how much the man embraced it, and his over-the-top antics were excellent, especially if you ever went to a house show. Santino knew what his job was and warmed up the crowd like an expert, but he was also pretty damn funny. Do you remember all that stuff with Stone Cold Steve Austin? 
That was wonderful. It absolutely connected with the audience, as we saw during the 2011 Elimination Chamber, when he made it to the final two alongside Daniel Bryan. That reaction when he almost won, dare I say, it was perfect. So if wrestling is meant to bring you joy, then I think Morella definitely deserves some point of a nod. I mean, I still watch his nonsense on YouTube, including that clip where he has a tea party with Seamus. He's alright by me. Number four, the Ministry of Darkness. So this one is a little bit different. There's no doubt the Ministry of Darkness made their mark during the Attitude Era, but was it ridiculous? Yes. Yes, it was. The final update of the Undertaker character as he basically became the devil or something. It also incorporated the likes of Ron Simmons, JBL, Dennis Knight, Viscera, and a ton more recognizable faces as groups became the in thing. I mean, there was DX, the NWO, the Job Squad. Clearly, Mark Calloway felt like he needed his own crew. This is the major reason I can see them getting in. You can invite back a bunch of previous inductees and have them do another speech to a crowd that will likely enjoy the nostalgia. The stable does still beat strongly in some fans' heart too, whereas others call it Vince Russo nonsense, but look at it this way. Given the popularity of WWE at the time, they were involved in some of the most highly rated wrestling segments ever, so you can't say they didn't have an impact. You would also get The Undertaker back on TV, which is no bad thing, and for that one reason alone, I think this happens sooner rather than later than maybe in 2023. Number three, Lex Luger. Right, Lex Luger should be in the Hall of Fame. That's it. If you step outside of his WWF run, he was a dynamic and powerhouse performer that stood out in his era and genuinely was over with a certain fan base. There's a reason WCW pushed him as hard as they did and his physique was only half the reason. Luger connected. Would have been mad not to have followed up on this. The real issue today is that we remember Vince McMahon's desperation to make him the new Hulk Hogan. And yeah... That was bad. The whole ordeal was so aggressively shoved down our throats nobody was going to buy it, especially as right before this, he had been the narcissist. There was no gradual plan to get away from that. One day, he was just the American hero, and you better deal with it. Again, though, when you do look further afield than what he did with Sting or Ric Flair, it's hard to deny him his due. He was in the right place at the right time, and he did exactly what he had to do. It does feel like there's still some bad blood, given that way back when he left WWE after his contract expired and turned up on WCW Nitro the same evening. But come on now, that was almost 30 years ago. I think we can forget about it now. Just move on. Number two, Vince McMahon. And now even more so after what happened in the first week of 2023, because somehow Vince McMahon is back. I mean, this was totally mad. It's quite clear Vince wants to cement himself back in the wrestling world as quickly as he can too, and a good way to sneak him back in when it comes to television would be to have him inducted into his own Hall of Fame. I thought this was likely even before he bullied his way back onto the board, so now, surely. Fans have already shown they'll cheer him regardless, which is a difficult conversation to have. And while the rhetoric has always been that a man shies away from things like this, it's different now because there may just be an agenda. And don't get me wrong, you can't argue that he doesn't deserve it. Vinnie Mac is the most successful wrestling promoter of all time. Sadly, there's just a lot of baggage that comes with this. And man, I don't know. I suppose we'll know very soon. If he doesn't appear this year as well, you have to imagine it will be a long old slap before he does decide to put himself in there. Maybe he never goes in at all. This is going to be an interesting one to keep your eye on. I'm going to glue my seeing device to a screen. 
Number one, Cindy Lauper. Unless Cindy Lauper has turned this down, what the flub are we doing? Without her, the success of WrestleMania likely doesn't happen because Lauper buying into the whole rock and wrestling partnership was a big reason people were turned on to the WWF in the first place in the 80s. I mean, she was a megastar. Obviously, this would be in the celebrity wing, although really she could be inducted altogether. And as of 2018, Cindy admitted as of yet no one has invited her, so this has to change. Without her, Vince McMahon doesn't get his relationship with MTV, which again was pivotal to expanding his empire. This may sound like hyperbole, but I promise you it's not. Just go and Google the results. This is why it is more likely this year if Triple H is in charge of the list. He understood, for example, Bruno Sammartino's contributions to such a degree, he mended a lifelong feud between Bruno and Vince. While there doesn't seem to be any bad blood with the company and the singer, the call should still be made, and it should have been made 10 years ago. And look, there are some names on this side of the Hall of Fame that shouldn't even been thought about, so Cindy Lauper should get in without anyone blinking. Really is mad, I tell you. She was basically the catalyst for everything we see today. Know of any other bold predictions of people that should go into the 2023 Hall of Fame? Please do let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Then head on over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles and learn about professional wrestling. Make sure you follow us on social media at WhatCultureWWE and Simon316. And there's lots of other videos, and they're right there, and they just want to entertain you. My name is Simon for WhatCulture. Thank you very much for for joining me as always and now of course none of these will come true so when you watch the hall of fame you can look up to the skies and say damn it simon you suck and finally it will be like everybody is my parents see you soon hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.